Hi, you're listening to John and Ann's Wrestling Podcast. This is the one hour a week where my boyfriend, John, is allowed to talk to me about wrestling. And sometimes I know things, too. Here we go. Well, we've got new cords. Yeah, so if anything fucks up now, it's not the cords. It might be the microphones or the Zoom. Or the cords. The cords can be defective and they can break. They can be, but it's less likely. I guess. Or it's more likely because we don't know. Well, that's This is not... our first time using them. So process of elimination for you just doesn't exist. Well, it does, but also life is chaos and you can't know that something will work just because it's new. Wow. Anyway, sorry, I'm a little out of it today, but uh, yeah, what's going on in wrestling? <laughs> well, the the biggest news, obviously, that everybody's talking about is AJ that Styles Ra- addressed the Impact Wrestling. No, I'm just kidding. I was going to actually say that Raw was in Nebraska last night. Oh, your joke was better. Oh, sorry thank you. for it's stepping okay. on it. It's okay. I, now I know what it feels like to be a woman in comedy. Oh, but I'm dumb. Um. Uh, That's but, exciting. No, it was. It was there. And uh, yeah, um, I didn't see any of your family there, but uh, nah. I also didn't watch it. So it's possible they were highly unlikely. Yeah, my possible. family would not have been going to something like that. Um, yeah, for sure. Because out of respect for Juneteenth, obviously, is why they would uh, yeah, for not sure. have done that. Yeah, yeah. No other reason. Um, it was disrespectful that there was a Raw on Juneteenth. It wasn't actually Juneteenth. It was just parentheses observed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it yeah. was the um, because uh, the actual day fell on yeah uh, Sunday uh, weekend. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, AJ Styles did. He did appear at, at Slammiversary because it was their twentieth Slammiversary. Uh, oh yeah, TNA. I saw it on Twitter. Yeah. That's how I knew that. See, so you you you're knowing stuff. Well, now. I follow people on Twitter, and they show me things. Uh, do you follow AJ Styles because of his hair? I didn't. I don't follow AJ Styles. I follow people who post about stuff that happens in wrestling. That's so. fair. That's fair. Um, but he. Uh, but yeah, they had their because they started that company in 2002 as TNA, and now it's Impact Wrestling, and it's uh, which is a, a big improvement, I think, in name. Uh, and he was like one of their big stars, like uh, in their infancy up to like, the first like ten years or so mm. with the company before he left. Uh, and it's cool that. Uh, he got to do a little video for it. It's WWE normally wouldn't let you ever do that, but the Forbidden Door has been I, opened. I saw people commenting that, like, oh, it's so cool that WWE let him do that. And I'm like, the bar is on the floor. It truly is. Like, we're so grateful that WWE let a person who is an independent contractor yep. for them make a video for something he used to perform in. Yeah, it's incredible. That is so, like... It's like if like if, it's weird that there would be a problem with that. It's like if Chris Evans did a video thanking people for an award he won for not another teen movie, and people are like, "Oh my god, I can't believe Disney let him do that." Yeah. Um, or like Chris Hemsworth because he was in like the first Star Trek movies. Like, oh, thanks for enjoying my little thing in Star Trek, and it's like, yeah. oh my god, I cannot believe that Disney allowed Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, it's psychotic. Um, no, it is. Is the bar is absolutely on the floor. So whenever they do anything, it's like, oh man, yeah. It's, How it's also It is also great that they are vehemently denying that these people are employees, mm-hmm. uh, just so that they don't have to give them any benefits at all. Yeah. Um, but they a hundred thousand percent are the most restricted employees. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was uh, 
it was a nice little message. At least he got to do it. Um, and yeah, that was that was a fun that was a fun thing. Um, speaking of WWE, uh oh, uh, I guess I should. There's a couple big things with them. There's like two big things. Two, you know, fairly, yeah, fairly, fairly big things. I guess I'll I start say. with. Um, Sasha Banks watch. Sasha and Naomi watch. And Naomi. Sasha Banks and Naomi. They're so the the scuttlebutt is that Sasha Banks. I still don't think that I have seen this personally, a hundred percent confirmed, but seems like the rumors are that she has been officially granted her release from mm-hmm. WWE. Yeah. So she is no longer an independent contractor. She's a truly an independent contractor now. Yeah. She's really independent now. She is not apparently going to be uh, working with them anymore. Yeah. And I think it's it's great, especially a lot of other things considered at the moment. Yeah. Um. So the sky is the limit. Uh, when so- is that AEW Forbidden Door thing happening? Sunday. This Sunday. Mm-hmm. I don't I mean if she's if she's been released from her contract then she probably has a no compete clause although they have bigger fish to fry right now uh so maybe they wouldn't uh care Yeah, you know about my little conspiracy theory. Oh yeah, I know that you do you want to talk can about Can I say that on the yeah, pod do you I mean, think people you can, arrest me? Uh I mean again, I think they have bigger fish to fry than us. Well, point. I guess my like I've been watching theory, Stranger Things lately, though, my, so maybe there will be like some men in like uh, my conspiracy theory suits. though involves the next thing you're going to talk about. I think so. Let's talk about that first. Okay, yeah. So, and another quick update. So, but yeah, a, she could maybe go to AEW. I don't think it would be this quickly. I think she's probably got unless her contract did expire. But if they released her from it, then I think she's got to wait. Mm-hmm. But um, and then Naomi has like done. No posting or anything, no appearances other than she posted like one thing of her and her husband at the beach. Mm-hmm. Um, but she has removed all references to WWE in her Twitter account and like social media, which Sasha had also done. Uh, but she's going to be on a, a, a like a reality celebrity game face on E! with uh, Kevin Hart. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So Naomi, she's she's getting it. All right. Yeah, you know, she's going after it. Um uh getting after it i don't know what the phrase is uh but she's doing stuff so naomi's got some stuff going on too um i hope they just both do improv maybe they'll just start doing improv yeah yeah but what was the other thing you know oh just uh the other thing is that um vince mcmahon might be uh done might be uh it seems like probably done so is wrestling word i would use has been pretty immune to like you know how scrutiny scrutiny yeah like of any kind because like the general public doesn't really care about it at all like i know they have like they're pretty mainstream wwe is and they have like a lot of fans but like i don't think people care about it in the way that like well they've had to become like hollywood people have had to be like numb to it though yeah. You know, because it's never changed and it's not clear how the general public would even change it, you know? Yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying, like, the, I feel like the way people are like, oh, Hollywood, there's all this toxic stuff. And then in wrestling, they're just like, oh, wrestling is stupid. We don't care about that. Yeah, but that's um, also because people, like, within Hollywood care about 
changing it. You know yeah, maybe I mean? that's true. And then wrestling is like, it's like, they, WWE has exerted so much control over it. Yeah. That it made it like truly impossible. Like it, it's, it really is. It's like if Hollywood was literally like one studio. Yeah, and one if guy. If it was like just Disney and yeah, it, when Disney and had just like. Bob Chapek. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Chapek. Chapek. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, because like well, Hollywood, you got like Will Smith was like boycott before the slap. Mm-hmm. Will Smith was like boycotting the Oscars mm-hmm. because of how white it was. You yeah. Know? So they, there was like major people like coming out and like, you know, saying things. Yeah. Um, which wrestling doesn't have. And then Will Smith. Slapped you know, the guy. Yeah, but, he shot on him. He did it. He, sh- yeah, he went to he a did, shoot. He did a shoot. Um, but a lot of people think that was a work, but I don't think so. But uh, yeah, so Vince McMahon, there's some investigations going on by the board that there was, uh, I mean, there's more information on this elsewhere than here, but um, that he paid some hush money to, there was a non-disclosure agreement uh, that he was that a former employee was made to sign related to an affair that he had with her that the company maintains was consensual as though this wasn't uh, still wrong. Um, But there are other things that are coming out that are apparently that was one single $3 million NDA. And then there's other ones paid throughout the years to other employees that apparently he had had affairs with that may or may not have been consensual. And it's also like when they say consensual, it sounds like, it wasn't just from what I've heard about this. It yeah. sounds like a thing where somebody was like needed money and they were like, kind of, they were probably pressured. I would I imagine don't think you pay someone three yeah. million dollars unless they have something really bad to say about yeah, you. Yeah, for sure. That's a lot of money. Yeah. And uh, uh, there are also claims that I don't know if it was this, this person or some of the other people that uh, John Laurinaitis, the, much not beloved uh, head of talent relations formerly and then was rehired for that job after being like notoriously bad at it for many years Mm -hmm. Uh, that he apparently a lot of the NDAs were also related to him uh, and that perhaps Vince McMahon was uh, I'm trying to think of a respectful way to say this but like giving these people to John Laurinaitis after he was done um and it seems like a real scummy, shitty thing that they had going on. Um, mm-hmm. And they're, so the board is now investigating these um, because it's a publicly traded company. And there are other things. There was uh, this is something that well, I mean, I've seen things about like much more um, on the nose assault stuff mm-hmm. that happened in like the 80s. Mm-hmm. Um, with a person, yeah, uh, that I think is out there. There have been accusations. There have in been the past, some more accusations, guess, yeah. yes, and uh, and so there's there's a lot going on, and so it seems unlikely that Vince McMahon will sort of sort of survive it. And he was on SmackDown recently, which was insane. Like the day all this stuff is coming out, they're like, "Oh, Vince is coming on SmackDown tonight," and then he came out and just like introduced SmackDown. And it was really bizarre and sad because it seemed like a guy who knew he was like done just coming out and do, and uh, not that I feel bad for him, but it was just like, it seemed like you were watching a guy who's about to die, you know, like it's. Yeah. Well, it was probably his goodbye. It's probably yeah, no, he wanted that's what to I do mean. it. He was like, I want to say bye. I want to be out there one more time. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
So my conspiracy theory yes. that ties all this together, and I'll say my loose, loose conspiracy theory because I don't want to be on the record for too much um, hypothesizing. Yeah, do you want to get your board out? But, and you have your board with all your, you know, your pictures. And, and, and to be fair, I haven't researched this to like correct myself. This is just something I've come to as I've been reading about this casually. I think someone who is loyal to Sasha leaked it to the board. Mm. Because, and I don't, I don't know, I don't, Oh, I think you're was saying like, that Sasha herself had leaked. Well, I think I may have said that to you in private conversation, mm. but publicly, okay. <laughs> I will say that it, I we don't. Take that back. I don't think it was Sasha herself because I think that would be not smart. But like, I I think that this whole situation, like, I, you've been able to kind of feel the heat building, mm-hmm. and like, like I don't think that Sasha and Naomi would have done what they did. And Stephanie McMahon, for that matter, yeah, were they not catching wind of the fact that, like, oh, this guy's done so, you know? Yeah. Like, I, I feel like that at least they probably had some inkling that, like, there wasn't a reason to fear this man in the way he'd been feared in the past. Yeah, because um, they really stood up for themselves and to Laura Yeah, Midas. and because she's put up with a lot of BS before mm-hmm. in the year. And, you know, maybe, maybe it was just the straw that broke the camel's back, but I also, like, to imagine the people that I look up to being brilliant tacticians. Mm -hmm. And and so I like to think that, you know, she's, it was kind of a Game of Thrones thing where, you know, maybe someone who was like, because, you know, they said that the the reason it got leaked to the board was because a friend of the woman leaked it to the board because she was so upset about it. Yeah. And that was in the Wall Street Journal, I think. And yeah, the Wall Street Journal being the ones that broke the story. I just find that interesting because like if if something like that happened to me and I was telling one of my friends about it and they got mad, I don't know that they would know to like complain to the board of the company that I work for Mm -hmm. before like going to the news, you know, or whatever. So it seems like it was an inside job. Yeah. And the timing of it being around all the stuff with Sasha and Naomi to me just makes me feel like there was probably some dissent in the in the building in regards to the way people were being treated. It's um, possible, certainly, at the very least, that they had heard the rumblings and were like, you know what? Fuck this guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm not taking shit from this guy anymore, uh, even if they didn't. Yeah, but I, um, it's, yeah, it's definitely possible. And I also forgot to mention that this is kind of old news as well, but that uh, Vince has already... Um, voluntarily stepped down as the CEO and chairman of the company and with Stephanie McMahon being the interim uh, chairwoman and CEO. Yeah. And uh, like, he's when still did running. Stephanie he's, step down? Do you remember? She, it was like a month ago, maybe. Okay. And then it wasn't that long ago. Yeah. And then she now is just back. Yeah. Um, And uh, he is still running all the creative stuff and he's still doing all that stuff. He's still at Raw and SmackDown. He's still... Yeah. Like so he hasn't really given and like his I mean, look, I'm not trying to like say that Stephanie's not her own person or whatever, but like it's her father's company. I'm sure he's still got it's his daughter. I'm also, sure he's like, still got some level of Yeah, again, like the timing of it cuz I mean, a month ago like they would have known the Wall Street Journal thing was coming. She weeks I would say she more likely even than Sasha and Naomi knew because she's on the board. Oh, she definitely. was a, she was the chief brand officer before, so she like knew Yeah. She must have known. There's no question that she knew. And I'm she's just, his daughter. Like he he knew beforehand. There's no way he was But I mean I'm just thinking like in terms of when they knew it was gonna come become yeah, yeah. public. Probably I, I imagine they knew around the time Stephanie left. Probably, yeah. And that maybe that was 
the impetus because they're like, we'll get you out and then you can come back in and it looks like... Oh, you're a savior. Yeah, it looks like you're not associated with it. Yeah, I could even see Vince being like, we'll do this. Yeah. Because you're my daughter and I've watched a lot of succession, folks. Yeah. This is a classic succession. It does seem like a succession. Um, But yeah, I mean, you know, uh, it would be, I think, God, I, I can't imagine... Vince leaving having anything but a positive effect on that company, uh, aside from all the things where he was abusing people, you know, and mistreating I mean, people, and should should have you know, yeah, consequences for all of that. I mean, I think the board agrees with you, and that's why this is happening. Yeah, and I think there was also we had discussed that maybe there was because there have been a lot of rumors that they were going to sell mm-hmm. uh, recently, um, and it could be a thing where we I think we talked about that. Maybe the board was like, we should sell. And Vince was being like, no. And now they're like, okay, well, now you're done. Yeah. So now we're going to sell it. Um, yeah. Because that's yeah, another classic thing that would happen in an episode of Succession. Yeah. The CEO doesn't want to sell, but the board does. And uh, so they um, kill the king. Yeah. And uh, yeah, but I can't imagine it having anything other than a positive effect because I think most of the toxicity in that company comes down from him and his like he has a lot of like cronies that just do things so like i think once he goes a lot of his guys will go too Mm -hmm. and then even if it becomes like a disney very corporate thing i think it'll only be better than what it was i just can't it can't get worse well i mean even even like regardless of like how it affects the content i feel like that's a that's the kind of corporate culture I don't think NBC would want to inherit at a yeah, time oh, like for this. Sure, yeah. Like, you know, with especially with everything the bad black eye NBC kind of took when the Harvey Weinstein stuff came out because they infamously killed the Harvey Weinstein story oh, before yeah. it broke. Because they didn't um, they thought you could still do that. Yeah, because they were getting calls from Harvey's yeah, people yeah. and um and uh so I would imagine them not being psyched about buying you know, if, if Peacock was the one that they were thinking of yeah, yeah. buying this, like I can imagine them not being jazzed about it coming with Vince. Oh yeah. Because for he sure. has such a bad toxic history. Even yeah. even publicly, like even in the stuff he's been in on the you know, saying the N word and Oh yeah, yeah. Even like know. in uh in Kayfabe or whatever. This yeah. Stuff. No, yeah, but that's what I mean. It's like I think that not even just the content of the thing. I'm talking more about like the culture of that company. Yeah, I think both apply. Like, saying, and I like, think it has to do with the you know it affects the creative because I don't think he can focus or make up his mind on stuff. And then yeah. and he's aggressive and everybody just tries to please him. But there's no you can't please him because there's no clear you know vision or whatever. Yeah. But then there's also just like the, everything else in the company, all the employees, the people that work there, the wrestlers. Like there's um, it's just you know I mean. You don't want to inherit like a ticking time bomb of lawsuits. No, you don't. And imagine if they had sold. Well, I guess if they had sold, it doesn't really matter because he's not there anymore. But I think it would be better for them because I mean, NBC is probably NBC Universal or Comcast. NBC Universal. Okay, whatever. Yeah, uh, they would be. I think pretty likely the ones to to purchase it. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't. I don't know. Or they're certainly a candidate. Fox could buy it. I don't know. No, you shut up. I said Fox, not Vox. Oh, I thought yeah, you yeah. said Fox. I realized I, like, I said it kind of weird. Stop. Um, no, it would be so me. funny if your company uh, bought. Um, we own New York Magazine, Group 9, and the WWE. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> Honestly, it would be fun if Vince wasn't there and it was like a different you know, company. 
Yeah, I think that would but be I funny. Think, but I think it would be only better. I don't think it just even if it becomes like very corporate, like it just I can't imagine it being I mean, more toxic than it is now. The thing is, like from what I've heard, it already is very corporate. Yeah, it is very like, corporate, it's not... but it's with a crazy carny guy running it. Yeah, you know but I mean? I mean, it's not like it's a loose atmosphere where like people are like allowed. Yeah, yeah. That... Like you have to like from what like I've heard of people who... years ago or whatever. Yeah, from what I've heard from people who work there, you have to like literally wear a suit to work. Yeah, like you don't show up in like a t-shirt and jeans to mm-hmm. write wrestling. St- you show up in like business attire. Yeah, and it's like very hierarchical very structured they make you do a ton they work you to death from what i've heard like they have you write so 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 much stuff that all just gets canned um i think it is uh i think part of the problem is like they do have all that structure but then like there's one guy at the top who will just like throw the structure away at the last minute mm -hmm. and then that's why the show's a mess yeah but it's funny because like in the way it's been described to me by people who work there it sounds more corporate and more full of like that kind of corporate bs than like a regular writing job for a tv show oh yeah where you show up in a hoodie and make jokes yeah you know what i mean because it's even like more even than like a show on nbc or whatever it is very much controlled by like a single entity Mm -hmm. even if it is a big corporation because they don't have a parent company or they are the parent company yeah um and all the content is produced through them like vince mcmahon said that time it's it's easier for you to just make deals to have their content because you don't have to go through unions and stuff they control everything um boy god it what a couldn't happen to a nicer guy right is that the the old phrase um so yeah hopefully that's gonna end soon uh in justice you know what Um, what actually you know what even though i'd like to believe that this has something to do with the sasha naomi situation instead i'm gonna choose to believe it was this podcast because we've been talking for many months now about the need for change and how toxic the WWE is on this very podcast, ladies mm. and gentlemen. And I would not be surprised if someone heard that and thought, wait a minute, they're right. We should change. We could be better. I God, I would cry. Would you? If if we affected that much change that directly? Oh. Oh, well, then I yes. wish it was true. I'm sorry. I wish it was I, true, too. Sorry that I tugged at your heart. It's okay. Maybe our listener did. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, also, I'm reading now that there's today, it's coming out, I think there's uh, at least four separate law firms with their own inquiries into investigating mm. WWE uh, mm. for investors. Yeah. For different investors that are, I'm assuming they're starting potentially to do a class action suit if there was uh, If there's any, money from the company yeah, spent on these settlements. Yeah, yeah exactly, yeah. exactly. Right now there was, a, uh, Vince McMahon's lawyer who has been like his, you know, go-to like terrible corporate lawyer for like the entirety of his corporate life or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, was like there was no, it, he's, he maintains that it was all personal money. Yeah. That it was, none of it was from WWE. Um, yeah. Uh, so I don't know, but... Uh, Is he still married to Linda? Yes. Oh, that's funny. Yep. Um, I was just spending millions and millions of dollars of my wife and I's money on these women. Yeah. Oh, well. But yeah. Okay. Well, I guess that's the big story of the week. That is um, kind of the big story of the week. Uh, but is there anything else? <laughs> there's uh, another one. Other WWE note is that they uh, 
this Ezekiel Elias thing is pretty fun. Kevin Owens has been feuding with... I forgot about Elias. Yeah, Elias did a thing where he was gone for like a year or something. I don't know yeah. if it was that long, but he's gone for a long time. And so now it seems like he came back, but he's shaved his big beard. And he says that he's Ezekiel, Elias's younger brother. And Kevin Owens is like, you're lying. You, you are Elias. And everybody treats Kevin Owens like he's crazy. And oh. it's really funny because Kevin s- Owens just... I saw that out. with Becky Lynch. I saw a promo with Becky Lynch where he was like, Kevin Owens was like behind a dumpster backstage <laughs> and like pops out during one of her interviews and is like talking about this. So his, so Ezekiel and Elias are two different people. Ezekiel maintains that he is Elias's younger brother. Oh, okay. But we and don't know. The audience does not know if they're two different It people. is not confirmed technically Kevin Owens is the only person who's calling him out on it. Everybody else is like, he says he's his younger brother. Relax. Yeah. And so Kevin Owens is like, you're lying. Why are you lying? And it is a thing where he's just like, he is a heel, but he is like also just being like, but why? Yeah. Why are you doing this? This is insane. <laughs> and why is, and nobody care. <laughs> and he's just very committed. And Kevin Owens is very funny. And Elias is also like a really good character guy. And I like this uh, Ezekiel gimmick because he's like wrestling is like a mid nineties, like very, straight up uh baby face character and he's got like ultimate warrior tassels on and he just wrestles like a just like a fiery up-and-coming young guy mm-hmm. and uh he and kevin owens had like a good match at hell in a cell and so and so he now i think it was hell in a cell but he now is um they had a, a segment where uh elias and ezekiel appeared in a backstage thing together in a video Oh. They both sat on the same couch. Oh. And then Elias returned to Raw with a beard. Oh. And he was like, but it's like a fake beard, but it's still, it's a nice fake beard. And he oh. was like playing a concert. And he's like, that's my younger brother. And then Kevin Owens is like, stop lying. And then uh, another, <laughs> and then a video came up with Ezekiel being like, Kevin, I'm right here. <laughs> See, there's Elias and there's me. We're different people. And then Kevin was like, that, Kevin Owens is like, that doesn't prove anything. That well, he was like that or with the video of the two together. He was like, that doesn't prove anything. I saw, a, I saw a movie with a T Rex fly and a helicopter. Okay, anything can happen with movie magic. Uh, and so he was, uh, not convinced. And then he was like, he issued a challenge to. He was like, I want to match with Elias or Ezekiel or their their other brother, Elrod. I don't care who he is. <laughs> and then Ezekiel accepted his challenge to having another. So, but it's just very, it's just fun and silly. And they're very committed to it. And it's like, uh, it's just probably the most enjoyable story they've got right now other than like Cody Rhodes who is gone. Yeah. Um. Oh, there is another WWE thing that I forgot to mention. Um. The, the scuttlebutt. <laughs> Uh-oh. Was that there was going to be a uh, a match with Roman Reigns defending his world titles against Randy? It was supposed to be Matt Riddle at Money in the Bank, but they did that match on SmackDown already. But they were going to have him defend the title against Randy Orton mm-hmm. at SummerSlam, which is not a match they've done with this current incarnation of Roman Reigns. Um, and it would have been cool. But uh, Orton is apparently, like, actually injured. Oh, no. Um, And so he can't, he's not going to be ready. So I saw some, like, potential uh, people that might, you know, sub in for that. Because it's SummerSlam. It's their their second biggest show of the year. They are doing it in a big stadium. They want to sell it out. So 
The match that they're going to do instead is Roman Reigns defending his, his world titles in a last man standing match against Brock Lesnar. Oh. For I, it's got to be like the seventh time these guys. And they've had in all of their men, they've had about one and a half good matches. Mm-hmm. And this this feud just refuses to end. I I don't think I've ever been this tempted to just not watch like a SummerSlam. It's very funny that they just are like going back to this thing. I think they're just kind of scared too because they don't know what's going on with the Vince thing. And they're just like, just yeah. put the Lesnar thing. Like we know people will at least probably like we'll probably get at least a certain amount of people for that yeah um and i think they're kind of just on like cruise control right now mm-hmm. until they figure out what's going on with the vince thing because well, i mean it would it, the whole company would be in total flux yeah if vince is gone so yeah well especially since he's like the one still in charge of creative maybe he's also just like lost his lost interest maybe although i think this is exactly what he would have done anyway uh it's just sad because there's so many like if, i feel like this roster should just walk out because there's so many people that could take that spot. Mm-hmm. You know, Bobby Lashley is there. He's a draw. Uh, he's also a big jacked guy, you know, like, and we haven't seen him face. I don't think we've seen him face Roman Reigns at all. And he's been feuding with MVP and this guy Omos. Like, they could, you could have them come out and like screw him over with a distraction or something so it doesn't look like he lost to Roman Reigns or whatever. Mm-hmm. Roman also has a faction that could interfere. Like, there are ways. To have, and like that would have been a really cool match, uh, but we didn't do that. We just went back to this same thing where I, and now I'm like fully convinced Brock Lesnar's not going to win unless he does because they just like know it's really obvious that he's going to lose. Mm-hmm. And to have somebody win just to like surprise people is usually like the worst mm-hmm. possible idea. Uh, and it just seems it's just like the worst possible thing they could have done. Um, and it just Outside seems like of all the sexual harassment yeah 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 Sorry. <laughs> yeah yeah there's nothing worse in wwe right now than another brock lesnar roman reigns match <laughs> nothing more heinous nothing more offensive <laughs> yeah so uh, that's stupid um but yeah it sucks uh that stinks man it does stink pu on this eat week's edition shorts. of pu eat my shorts wwe eat them yeah <laughs> Okay, what uh, else we got? So, we'll, we'll slide on over to AEW Boo. New Japan News. So That's the sound effect of us sliding. Boo. I wish I could do like a little whistle, like, like a woo, you know, like a slide whistle. Yeah, but you don't have a slide whistle. No, I don't. We can edit it in post. Um, yeah. But, yeah, so here's the thing. Mm-hmm. CM Punk's injured, right? Yeah. Brian Danielson has been absent since their last pay-per-view a couple weeks ago uh and there's been rumors that he is injured but then at first they were like oh he's only gonna be out a week or two he'll be fine for forbidden door uh but now there's still no update on whether or not he's going to be cleared for it and now tony khan has tweeted that brian danielson will be at dynamite this week to make an announcement regarding his status for forbidden door and he was supposed to be in this blood and guts match on Dynamite like the next week. Mm. Um, now, Brian Danielson has a very scary history with making like making big announcements about his career. The first time he did it, he we everybody thought he was going to retire. But then he was like, I'm coming back. And then the second time he did it, he retired for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. And it was really sad. 
Uh, and now, uh, if he's a concussion, he has a pretty massive history of concussions. Oh, no. To the point where it was, like, shocking that he was even able to get cleared to return to the ring ever. Yeah. Um. So, I don't know. It, like, definitely shouldn't rush him back. I don't know if it's going to be a thing where he, like, isn't going to be able to wrestle again. I don't know what's going on. Ugh. They did already on AEW tease that Zack Sabre Jr. thing that I mentioned where he called him out on New Japan. Mm-hmm. So he could very well be coming back to say, like, I'm facing Zack Sabre Jr. at Forbidden Door. Um, but as much as I want that match to happen, I hope he's healthy and everything's okay. But it is very scary, and it seems like this pay-per-view, as good as it, the card looks so far, it does feel a little cursed. Yeah, and concussions aren't things you should mess around with, man. They really aren't. Your brain is fragile, and also science doesn't know how it works. It's yeah. real. Science really does not know how the human brain works for the most part. It's pretty insane. Our brains are us. Yeah, and we don't know how they work. Like our whole personality is our yeah. brain. And it, and then it pretty also much. controls all the functions of your body. Yeah. and so Just by you... sending impulses because I want to do it. But what the hell does yeah. that mean? So you fuck your brain up and you're just fucked up, man. Yeah. And he already came back once. Oh. So I don't I don't know. It's very. It's a little scary and I don't know what's going on with it. There's um, also, I wonder if also you get to the point in these jobs where you're like, well, I'm already... I'm already fucked. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, maybe. I'm already going to be, you know, sucking applesauce through a straw when I'm 55. So maybe I should just go out with a bang, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's, I think, kind of what, I think he's just kind of addicted to it, too. He just yeah. loves to wrestle. Uh, also, like, this pay-per-view is probably going to be a little stiffer than most because that's, like, what people want out mm-hmm. of it, I think. So this is probably the one to skip if you do have a concussion. Um, even though Zack Sabre Jr. is like, they would have like a very technical thing that could, they could do They could very well do it, have a great match without really taking a lot of bumps or being, or like hitting each other in the head. Um, so I, I don't know. I'm, I just want him to be healthy first and foremost. Uh, they can always do that match later. I'm sure they'll do another crossover pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens. I, I don't. Um, I don't know. Either way, we'll know on Dynamite. We'll know. Um, oh, we'll know. And then on New Japan, they had a couple of uh, New Japan Road shows. Mm. That's what they're called, New Japan Road, if they don't have like another branding. Um, and they had... Uh, usually, they're like, just a lot of tag matches that are kind of inconsequential, but like stuff can happen in them. But... These last two last two days, they had like some stuff that was important. They had a little mini tournament for the uh, for the New Japan spot in the four way match at Forbidden Door for the AEW All Atlantic Championship, which seems like it's mm. going to be kind of an international title and could very well be an AEW Championship that like doesn't live in AEW and is like mostly outside of it. You know, to be like an advertisement for the company elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the guy that seemed like he was going to win, Tomohiro Ishii, did win. But he had some very entertaining matches on the way there. Um, and But he qualified for it, so he'll be going to Forbidden Door. Mm. Uh, and then um, they had uh, this guy, Ryusuke Taguchi and Master Ryus- Wato. Ryusuke. Oh, I thought you were like... Like Ryu. Ruse, dude. Ruse! Yeah. Uh... Yeah, it's uh, Ryu, like Street Fighter, R Y U, and then S U K E, so it's Ryu's K. Ryu's K Taguchi and um, Master Wato 
lost the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Championships to um, TJP, who has been around for a long time in pretty much every promotion. Uh, and he seems like he kind of sucks as like a guy, but he's a really entertaining wrestler. <laughs> uh, and he's almost always a heel at this point, so you can just hate him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, this guy, Francesco Akira, who is an Italian guy. Oh. Um, and he's like this little 23-year-old Italian guy. And he and uh, TJP are in the United Empire, who also have the IWGP Heavyweight Tag Team Championships. And they won those junior tag titles, which I think is good because New Japan hasn't been able to have a lot of like um, international talent come in. So mm-hmm. they're, those titles specifically have been like very heavily held by the same like six to eight guys mm-hmm. uh, for the past like two years. So it's good to see some some new faces there. Um, and United Empire is now very strong. They've got like they've got three different championships. And uh, um, on the other New Japan Roadshow, there was a uh, the main event was the best of the Super Juniors winner, the guy who won it four times, and it's like, okay, enough is enough. Hiromu Takahashi, who is great, and he's one of my favorite guys in New Japan, but uh, doesn't mean to be winning that tournament anymore. Challenged Taiji Ishimori for the junior heavyweight title, and he lost. I thought for sure, like a thousand percent, if I was betting on this, he would have won, but wow. Ishimori won, uh, and they had a great match. Um, and then... Ishimori was kind of challenging one of my favorite guys, El Desperado, uh, who he won the title from and who almost won Best of the Super Juniors. But then Kushida, formerly the junior heavyweight ace of New Japan, uh, who works a Back to the Future gimmick (laughs) uh, and literally dresses like Marty McFly most of the time, um, who had gone to WWE three years ago and was in NXT for a while when it was still like cool nxt with good matches and stuff and then when they rebranded nxt is like the more developmental and like they kind of clipped his wings and he wasn't doing a lot Mm -hmm. uh so he elected to just not resign with the company and left and now he's moved back to japan and he's back with new japan Mm. he's challenged for the junior heavyweight title yeah that was a really good example of a thing i would have like told you and bored you with beforehand so it was like really the 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 main yeah. reason that this podcast became a thing. Yeah, that's um, yeah. But I don't think any of that's going to have anything to do with uh, uh, Forbidden Door. I thought maybe that we would have Hiromu winning the junior heavyweight title and maybe he defending it against Darby Allen at Forbidden Door because Darby Allen as yet does not have a, a match and that could have been a cool, a really like actually it would have been a huge match, but maybe they're just not. I don't know. It's also like I don't know who which New Japan guys are willing to fly like 13 hours or whatever and have yeah. a a full 12 hour uh jet lag it's also hard to fly right now it There's is labor it is. shortages and stuff yeah so yeah we'll see i don't know what's going to happen maybe if kushida jumps up to the heavyweight division i think that would be a big deal because he's kind of done everything as a junior heavyweight but it's so cool to have him back and maybe he'll work AEW. um but yeah, the only other thing I really wanted to talk about this week were just, you know, the Forbidden Door card as it is, and I guess some predictions, maybe? Sure. Do you want to write over there? Yeah, I'm okay. I'm eagerly awaiting your predictions. I know. Yeah, I know I went on kind of a long rant about New Japan, which neither you nor probably anybody who listens to us cares about so much. But well, that's what this podcast is for, to let you go on long rants that otherwise people might not get to hear. Yeah. 
And this way okay. they can hear. I'm just wait, pulling up the card now. Oh. Well, oh, I forgot. Our internet almost never works now. Yeah, I was going to say. I thought you had this ready to go. Yeah, our internet is uh, very you fragile. Gonna, you were going to call it on the fly, I see. Yeah. Well, okay. I just wanted to have the card in front of me. Mm. Um, so we've got a three-way winner-takes-all tag team match for the ROH and IWGP Tag Team Championship, IWGP being the New Japan. Mm-hmm. And ROH is just now because AEW, Tony Khan yeah. like owns ROH. So, um, but the AEW tag team title is not being defended here. Mm, okay. Um, but it's FTR, Dax Harwood and Cash Wheeler defending their ROH tag team titles. United Empire, Jeff Cobb and Great O'Conn, uh, defending their IWGP tag team titles, and Rapongi Vice, mm. Trent Beretta, and Rocky Romero. Trent Beretta being more of AEW now and the best friends, and Rocky Romero being still more New Japan. Mm-hmm. But they were a big junior heavyweight tag team. They never won those heavyweight tag team titles. Um, and they never won... Well, uh, Rocky Romero's run the ROH World Tag Team title several times. But Trent Beretta had already done a promo saying like he spent a bunch of time in ROH, never never won any belts, never had nothing to show for it. Mm-hmm. So I love all three of these teams. Kind of rooting for Pongi Vice. Yeah. So I'm going to pick them. And I think the fact that they're in this match at all, they could be either a dark horse to win or more. It's more likely if you want, like, if you're betting on this, I would say it's probably this that they're there so that they can lose so oh. that somebody else can just Aww. protect somebody. But either way, somebody's going to be winning a title because nobody has two titles. So mm. uh, either way, there's going to be some new champions. It might be Ok. Uh, Okab, this is what I, Jeff Cobb and Great Okan. It's probably going to be FTR. I more than likely I'd say it's probably FTR, but I'm rooting for Rapongi Vice. Okay. Then we've got. See, this is a thing because New Japan, they don't have uh, women's wrestling, mm-hmm. um, but they do have. They are owned. The parent company that owns them also owns Stardom, which is a big uh, Japanese women's wrestling promotion. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and they've lately New Japan has more and more been including matches from Stardom on their big shows, like at Wrestle Kingdom and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I was wondering if maybe Stardom would have a presence on this, which so far they don't. But we do have an AEW Women's Championship match mm. with Thunder Rosa defending the title against Tony Storm, which is big. And I can't remember yeah. if Thunder Rosa. I know she she did work in Japan. I'm not sure if she worked Stardom, but Tony Storm was a big star for Stardom. Oh, and that's is a big cool. champion. So it does. So in a way, kind of is a little like yeah, AEW stardom thing. Crossover fans. Yeah, exactly. So as much as I love Tony Storm, and I would love to see her win this title at some point, I don't feel that the time is yet right mm-hmm. for Thunder Rosa to lose. So I'll, I'll pick her. That's my prediction that she's going to retain. Um, then we've got probably one of the more intriguing matches on the card. Will Ospreay of New Japan defending his IWGP United States Heavyweight Championship against none other than XSW's own Orange Cassidy. Woohoo! Yeah, so this is going to be great because Will Ospreay is like a very sarcastic, like aggressive, high flying guy, hard hitting guy, and then Orange mm-hmm. Cassidy is Orange Cassidy. Yeah. So it's going to, I think they're, I think this is going to be a real treat. Um, that does sound like a real treat. And I think uh, almost certainly that Ospreay is going to retain because he's like, I mean, Orange Cassidy is also kind of one of AEW's biggest stars, but I think Osprey is more so one of New Japan's biggest stars, and I don't think he's going to lose here. But you, you truly never know. 
Um, so I will be safe and say Osprey, but I would love to see Orange Cassidy mm-hmm. win, pull, pull out a win. Uh, then we've got Minoru Suzuki, legendary like fighting guy from Japan who has done all of the Japanese big promotions, big Japanese promotions, and uh, um, he's just a legend, you know. And yeah. then. The tag team known as Le Sex Gods. Oh. From when Chris Jericho was Le Champion. And oh, and I see. Le Sex Gods, Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara. And Jericho, Sammy Guevara, by the way, has now joined the Jericho Appreciation Society. He used to be oh. in the inner circle with Jericho mm. um, and then left. And now he's joined this group. And when Jericho was introducing him and Ty Conti, he was like, these guys are back in now. Look at these guys. They're, they love to have sex. They'll have sex anytime. Look at them. Uh, and so it's them and Minoru Suzuki versus Eddie Kingston, uh, Wheeler Yuta, who is still the ROH Pure Champion and did very well in the best of the Super Juniors in New Japan, and Shota Umino, who is like still he is not a young lion in New Japan anymore, but he went on excursion because mm-hmm. uh, that's what you do when you're when you're done being a young lion. A lot of times they'll send you on excursion to either Mexico or the UK, or sometimes the US. Uh, and you learn like a different style or whatever and help develop your personality. Um, and so he's also the son of Red Shoes, who is one of the uh, the big referees in New Japan, because he wears these mm. red boots. Um, and so that'll be a six-man tag match. It's almost certainly, I would say, Suzuki, Jericho, and Sammy Guevara are going to win because they're all bigger stars. Uh, Shota Umino will probably lose. We'll probably get pinned or whatever. Um, but yeah, so... Cool. So, yeah, so that's that. It's only two more matches, don't worry. Okay. Then we've got... Um, if you have any thoughts, feel free. I know you're just kind of chilling right now. I can't, literally. Yeah. I don't know enough to have thoughts on uh, any of it. So. Then we've got um, the, uh, the four-way match to crown the first ever AEW All-Atlantic champion, which is Pac, Miro, Tomohiro Ishii, and then the fourth spot is going to be either Malachi Black or Penta Oscuro. Mm. It's going to be Malachi Black because Penta can't apparently work the show because of the rivalry between CMLL and AAA that I talked about. Mm-hmm. So he is going to be out. So Malachi Black will be in the match. Um, and it's really hard for me to pick this. I love all four of these guys. I want all four of them to have a championship. Oh. I think, oh God, it's so hard because I love Pac so much and he's been there since day one and I think he really deserves it. But I'm going to root for Ishii because I want Ishii to take the title to New Japan um, and like have it elsewhere. Mm. So I'll pick Ishii, but I'll be very happy if it's Pack. Um, and then the main event, as far as we know, Hiroshi Tanahashi versus John Moxley for the interim AEW World Championship. Uh, it would be really cool if it was Tanahashi for the same reasons that it's like Ishii. Like, it would be cool to have Tanahashi stick around, but it's going to be John Moxley. But it'll be a great match. Um, and apparently, there's going to be an IWGP World Heavyweight title match as well with Jay White defending the title against somebody, but we don't know who. Um, probably some combination of Adam Page, the other Adam, Adam Cole, and um, uh, there was some. Oh, Okada. Because mm-hmm. Okada is the biggest star in New Japan and is as yet not advertised for the show. Oh, boy. So, um, oh boy. Uh, yeah, so that's that. Um, that's great, babe. Good job. Yeah, thanks. Sorry, this one I feel like more than ever, you really 
Just what? a lot of me talking and you just. Yeah, well, just that's the podcast. Waiting. Yeah. That is the premise that's of the not podcast. That's all. What's the premise? That's true. Yeah, it is. Okay, so. well, it was just a lot I had to cover about stuff that yeah. you don't watch or I have know. A, no frame and of And it's also for. hard when it's like future stuff. Yeah, yeah. Because there's, unless I know all the things about these people, I can't really. I don't have anything to say. Yeah. So. You don't have any new business. Nope. Well, um, I know you don't have any new business, but do you have any um, final thoughts? My final thought is I'm really tired. Yeah. I did yoga and Pilates too much this week already, and my body's like really hurting from it. Um, But that's it, really. That's the only thing I've been thinking about right now. Yeah. So that's it. Those, those are my final thoughts. thoughts. All right. Well, um, well, thanks for listening, yeah, everybody. Yeah, enjoy Forbidden Door, and, uh, you know. And we'll see you next week. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.